This message is brought to you by danmolerarchive.com, the number one place to search over 2,500 Dan Moeller messages and growing. Now, please enjoy this message. In Christ. Okay, verse 6, this is huge. You guys ready? As you therefore have received Christ. How do you receive Christ? By faith. You have to believe He's the Lord. You have to believe He was a man and died on the cross. You have to believe He raised from the dead and was seated to the right hand of God. You have to believe that He died because your life's worth living. You have to believe, right? So you're justified by faith. So as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so what? So walk in Him. Do you see why I'm so intense about not living sensual? Not living by the way it seems and feels and the way you think or the way others think? Because in Him is all the wisdoms of all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. In Him is your life revealed. In Him is the wisdom of God and the truth. He is the truth, not a truth. This is that adamant. I mean, it's a big deal. So, so walk in Him. Verse 7, rooted and built up in Him, established in the faith. What's the faith? The faith is who you've become now that He died and rose again. Who you are in light of Him. That's the faith. You contend for that. You fight for that. It's a good fight because God doesn't change His mind. It's already settled. You're loved. You're lovable. You always will be. You have destiny. You have potential. You always will. In your deepest failure, the door is still open to succeed. (gasps) In your most lost state, the door is still open to come home. In your deepest hour of ignorance... And a lack of understanding. There's still knowledge and understanding waiting for you. The door doesn't go closed where God's concerned. So the faith, fighting for the faith, one faith, contending for the faith. All those phrases you read all through the New Testament, especially in Paul's writing. Peter writes about the faith too. The faith's all through the Bible. It all has to do with maintaining, securing, and resting in, and walking in who you are now that He's come. It has nothing to do with punching the devil in the mouth. You can't find that in the Bible. It has nothing to do with getting in some fight. Spiritual warfare is so over-preached and crossing boundaries. There's a place for spiritual warfare. We have turned it into the faith, spiritual war, fighting the good fight of faith, we think is spiritual warfare. Fighting good fight of faith is in the face of every temptation of sensuality, feelings, what it seems and seems not, to stand firm and say, nothing's changed, Christ is Lord and He's in me and I'm loved by God. I'm already right, I'm already accepted, I'm already acceptable. Even where you look at the weapons of, of, of a war that we're wrestling not with flesh and blood, but spiritual, and we're putting on the armor, the, the way we fight is not getting in a ring and wrestling the devil. You fight by putting on your armor and holding up the shield of faith and wielding the sword of the Spirit. So it's the truth that makes you free. You're not fighting the devil. You're standing in truth in the midst of chaos and pandemonium and every other suggestion. You follow me? 
And that's something that's not understood a lot. We're, we're, we're chasing after the devil. He loves when you pay attention to him. I promise you, he loves when you walk your floor, binding, rebuking, telling him where he's going to be one day and getting in this mouth battle with the devil. He loves when you do that. Because he's a cut off withering branch coming to nothing. And he loves when you pay him attention because he's so insecure, so freaked out in fear and so lost. And he loves when you make him somebody. Don't feed his addiction. Let him starve in insecurity. <laughs> I'm serious. Don't you feed his addiction. He wants you to fear him. He wants you to believe him instead of the God that created you. He loves when he can reproduce himself after his own kind and take what was made in the image of God and make it look just like he looks and feels. He loves when a Christian that has every hope and covenant and promise before them is hopeless just like he is. He loves when people made to be like God are like him. He loves it. He loves when you're afraid, freaked out with fear because he is so afraid the trumpets blow and he is freaked out that today might be the day that in a moment he might face eternal damnation and judgment. When Jesus walked the earth, devils were freaked out. Why have you come to torment us before our time? Come on, this seems way too soon. We know what's coming and we fear you. <laughs> Man, we ought to learn from that, guys. <laughs> They are freaked out by Jesus. So why wouldn't they be freaked out by Christ in you? So in hopes that you never see who you are because of Him, they try to get you to keep seeing who you are apart from Him so you never get a revelation so they don't have to be freaked out by you. Because if you ever see what they know, it's over. Come on. So let's keep them self-conscious, self-centered, hurt, offended, rational thinking, human wisdom. Let's separate them. Let's just get them to not be able to agree. Let's just make a lot of doctrines, theologies, camps based on their experiences. Let's get them off of one word, one truth. The Lord is one. Our God is one. And let's multiply them and divide them into many streams, rivers, and camps. And let's just get them to fight instead of be one. Let's just get them to be proud and arrogant and self-righteous. And let's get it all about them, their heritage, and what they believe in their upbringing. Let's keep them offended, touchable, and reachable so they never take on Christ. At the same time they can go to church, we don't mind that. Let's just make sure they're religious in their going. That's the devil. Bible says don't you be unaware of his devices and don't you give him any place you're the steward of your heart don't you give him any place the more you become like Christ <laughs> it's a good thing <laughs> amen can you imagine the horror in the demonic world when Christ raised from the dead and the mystery of God was revealed to the enemy that he played right into the hand of God like a fool, like a pawn. And he actually killed the Son of God. And now all men could go free. 
He shed innocent blood and slayed the lamb. He was blinded to all that. In God's infinite wisdom, he just pulled back and let him do what he does. Steal, kill, destroy. Steal, kill, destroy. And now he kills the Son of God. And because of that, we can all live. Imagine the horror for a minute that hits him. I can't defeat God. How do I defeat God? If I knew what I was doing, I wouldn't have done it. Oh my God, I killed the Son of God. I got a vision a long time ago, uh, a little picture of the devil doing that and hell freaking out and, and chaos and yelling at each other and blaming each other. And, and then I saw this little light bulb go off in the devil's head. He said, wait a minute guys, calm down, pull together. It's not that bad. Look, we can't beat God and we know it, but we can beat them and we know it. They're going to keep loving themselves. They'll not love God more than their own lives. They won't surrender. They won't give up. Are you kidding? Every one of them at heart is just like us. They're all about themselves. And we'll make sure that it stays that way. And we'll make sure that we work and finagle and poke and prod in as many areas as we can to make sure they never get a revelation of what was accomplished here. We'll turn it into legalism and works. We'll get them to hurt each other. We'll get them hurt so bad at young ages in church that they won't even want to think about church. We'll get them so mad at God, we'll get them to think God killed their kids and God killed their parents and God killed their loved ones. We'll scramble this thing up. We'll deceive. We'll do what we do best, guys. We'll blind. We'll deceive. We'll lie. But they'll believe us because they really live for themselves. Get in here, guys. Let's go. Break. It's a little vision I got. A long time ago. It's the only power he has to blind our eyes from seeing I promise you, he doesn't believe that one of us loves God more than our own life. He believes you just need God for your life. No, I need God to become my life. I'm not incorporating him into who I am. I want him to make me who I am. Follow me? Oh, it feels real passionate and intense right now. I feel real sober. Sorry for if I'm freaking you out by talking soft. <laughs> Man, this thing's real. I've seen enough devils in people and around people. They're real. They're not to be feared and honored in the way that we tend to. But they are real. And they're seeking whom they may devour. They're looking for vulnerability, fear, access points, weakness, wrong motives, vulnerabilities. Give him no place. I believe by the Spirit of God. Guys, it's as if we've never done it. As long as our hearts are sincere, all he asks is repentance. That we wish different. We wish we'd have done different. Regret would eat us alive. You could never pay the debt. You could never go back and make it right once it's done. But you can change on the inside and you can say, Wow, I wish I'd have done different. And God says, Bingo, done. You've just changed. So Father, thank you for the gospel. Thank you that it's getting in us, transforming us, and becoming who we are. And from this place we will live our life and bear fruit unto you. In Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Amen. Love you guys. See you tomorrow.
If you enjoyed this message, please visit danmolerarchive.com to find over 2,500 more messages from Dan, all organized by category, playlist, and search. Enjoy. Enjoy.